Yeah. At this point. <laughs> well, so today, you know who you know who eats it up the most? Battle, battle, battle has the Zeus. That kind of shit. Don't get me started on Love Is Blind. And she said on camera, "I read the Quran, and I know that the first." Like listening to it, I was like, "Oh, she must have married." Like, control. You're not wearing a seatbelt. Uh, I'm gonna grab the shot and I'm shot. Yeah, symbolically. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one, two, three. Kelly. <laughs> you ever get? You ever get the symbolic it's almost clap? Almost like better if we fuck it up. Yeah. At this point. Well, so in today's episode, we're uh, breaking down the Kevin and Tillman. How do you say their last names? I hate pronounce. I'm gonna pronounce it wrong. Golfin. Golfin. What? Golfin. Like Golfin. Uh, I was definitely pronouncing golfing. Like, I was saying the same. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, golfing also sounds like it could be right. Yeah. You know what I Kevin and Tillman sure. golfing case, which is a tragic story about robbery, murder, and the death penalty, and, you know, sprinkling some racism, which was brought to my awareness through the worst television show on earth, 90 Day Fiance. And I, I love it, honestly. I love yeah. trash TV. A good old trash. <laughs> That's one of your toxic traits, Andre, for sure. Oh, it's one of mine too. I just I want to watch shitty TV and drink a glass of wine, and I don't mm-hmm. want to like and judge people. Talk shit. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's okay. exactly what I want to do. One a.m. and Andre will like send me a TikTok to like or a Facebook reel or some shit to like a bad girls club interaction. I'm, like, Yo, what if I fly? That's me. <laughs> hey, you know who you know who eats it up the most? Battle, battle, battle has the Zeus app, just so he can watch trash TV. <laughs> like but, the, uh, that guy in the wheelchair. Yes, Bobby. Uh, wheel- <laughs> yeah, he, he has a love show called fun. Bobby. I love you, Per. I know. I remember. I remember y'all talking about it. I love. I love him so. Your honor, just told her. My favorite lately has been Love is Blind and that kind of shit. Don't get me started on Love is Blind. They keep calling one girl plus size and she's not even plus size. She's an average shaped woman. Yes. But they keep trying to tell us, the audience, that she's plus size. Like, she looks great. What are you talking about? Well, it's because she's their diversity pick. Which is sad. Yeah. Because <laughs> the, bar, the bar is that low. <laughs> we have... We're throwing an average woman. That's our diversity. <laughs> That's diversity. <laughs> you know, everyone on here is hot. Even if, oh, whatever. So yeah, if you don't know what 90 Day Fiance is, So if you don't know what 90 Day Fiance is, it's a reality TV show where couples apply for a K-1 visa to come to America to get married. Or sometimes they have another spinoff called like The Other Way, where Americans go to other countries to get married there. There's like seven spinoffs. It's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe of Narcissists. I had no idea that it had like oh, there's so all many. those there's, like branches. There's the other way. There's a are happily ever after question mark. Oh. Hot twist or not. <laughs> <laughs> then there's the the single life. Uh, hmm. yeah, there's, no, there's a, there's a lot. Interesting. 
Oh, I also wanted to say before we get into it, that like, researching this, looking up the case, you sent it and I was like, oh, I think I know what this is. And I was like, well, that took a hard <laughs> left fucking turn. I was not expecting how that. Think, how do you think I felt? Because, like, they said it, they said this offhandedly in the show. I was like, oh, this woman, Kimberly. Ooh, okay. Uh, before, okay. So, let me start by saying that. There's so much lore. I'm going to try, try to condense it to one paragraph. So, on this show, there's a man named Usman, who is a aspiring African rapper who's been on the show before for dating a 70-something-year-old woman to try to come to America didn't work out because obviously she was he was playing oh, her <laughs> she found out and this second woman Kimberly was a quote unquote super fan of his from the first season of the show they met on Instagram she flew up to Nigeria bought him a MacBook and a Playstation 5 those are hard to get and then are and there then bags of this oh <laughs> where can yeah. I find one though I don't know OnlyFans <laughs> someone someone feet pics but and then she bought him these gifts and then begged him for like weeks to be his girlfriend. He finally like relented and then she begged him to marry her. And his only condition was that I get to have more than one wife and I get to make babies with all those wives. And you're he, coming to America. He didn't realize. So they're talking to the uh, the K1 visa lady, the lawyer, and she's like, you can't do that in America. And he's like, well, no, I want out. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I know who Nick Cannon is. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> I've seen through my own. I've seen 19 kids and counting. I'm going to do what I want. Well, they're all from the same two people. That's a little different. <laughs> and, uh, Kim- and, and Kimberly's whole thing about the polyamory, she was like, as long as I get to be the first wife. And she said on camera, I read the Quran and I know that the first wife gets treated better than everyone else. And the people, yeah, Muslims, fuck all those were, bitches. Muslims were. She said, she said, uh, the women in Africa are bred to be that way. They're they're made to be breeders. What and everyone's the like, fuck. Oh. <laughs> it's intense. Loki racist. And when she gets called out for being racist, she always says, like, "Oh no, my son's black, and you know his dad's black." And then I looked up who her the husband was, and one of her ex husbands, this man Kevin. Two of them. Yeah, and then it threw me down his rabbit hole, and I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" Kim was previously married to Kevin Golpin, who was incarcerated for murder. Golpin. 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 Was is not her baby daddy. No, no, but they were married briefly. Uh, Kim saw his story on TV, visited him in jail one weekend. And uh, she, quote-unquote, said that she believed in not passing judgment onto others, which is why she married him while he was in prison. They weren't together when the crimes of why he got to prison ever happened, but they got married so she could take care of his affairs and kind of just help him out. Uh, she did say that she loved him. They'd never consummated the marriage, however. <laughs> that was one thing. I was, like, like, listening to it, I was like, oh, she must have married this guy... I thought it was like, like some Charles Manson Before type he killed someone, and it was like, nope. I'm like, oh, she's one of those. <laughs> it makes she's it kind of way weirder. Types. Yeah. Like she saw a story and said, like, I know what? I'm going to go marry that man. Uh, you need the power of attorney? We can get married. You got gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, according to online records, they were married in January 1999. The marriage was never consummated. 
Kim essentially just had power returning and was trying to help him with his affairs. If anyone's wondering, that means they never touched peepees. <laughs> Not even through the bars. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah. So like this this all this whole crazy tangent kind of coalesces when you find out why Kevin is in jail, what crimes he committed. So I kind of like started out a little bit and let Kelly get into it. So in September 1997, Kevin and his brother Tillman were arrested. Uh, they were charged with two counts of first degree murder, two counts of robbery with a dangerous weapon, and one count of assault with a deadly weapon with intent to kill. Uh, also one count of discharging a firearm and occupied property. Basically, they were they were <laughs> they were having a night. But at the time, Tillman was 19 and Kevin was 17, and they're accused of killing two white police officers during a traffic stop in Fayetteville. The brothers, according to like the articles I found, had like an abusive upbringing and grew up in a violent, you know, addiction culture, and also experienced a lot of racism. Uh, the brothers were unemployed in high school and were also high school dropouts. In 1997, one friend told a reporter that they didn't have a life and that they just wanted to get high all the time. In an interview, uh, Sylvia Williams, the boy's mother, stated that she sent Tillman away to live with her parents to keep the boys separated because she said that Kevin was constantly in trouble with the law and that he would like bring Tillman down with him. Uh, after spending like another stint in juvie, Kevin was released, got on a Greyhound, and headed south to be with his brother. And when his mom found out, she told her parents like keep them away because they would get in some trouble. So Kelly, tell us what kind of trouble the boys wound up getting into. So it was Menzi's ex-husband Kevin and his older brother Tillman, as you said, who were driving along at night near a wooded area in Fayetteville, North Carolina, which. As you can imagine, that area does not have a great reputation as it is. And this was, like you said, in 97. I think we covered like a couple of different cases from Fayetteville. <laughs> like, don't kill us up to a lot of For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kevin was only 17 years old and his brother was 19 at the time. Kevin was driving and got pulled over by a highway patrol for not wearing a seatbelt. Um, when the officer ran the place, it turned out that the car had been stolen in connection with an armed robbery earlier. I don't know if it was that same day or what, but... Um, I think the it was the prior then... day was the robbery. Oh, okay. But like the wee hours, like something, you know, where it was like... Mm -hmm. um, the trooper then escalated the traffic stop. After radioing for backup, he drew his weapon on the two young men and ordered them out of the car. He shoved Kevin around, and when Kevin pushed back, he was thrown to the ground and pepper sprayed. Tillman then heard his brother saying that he couldn't breathe, which, I mean, we've heard that time and time again. Yeah. Um, he then grabbed a shotgun and shot at the officers. Once Kevin was no longer restrained and had gotten away from them, he then found a gun, shooting and killing both officers. They then left the scene in their vehicle. I'm good at transitions. <laughs> Love that segue. <laughs> and now, a short commercial break. <laughs> there, from what I was seeing, there wasn't any real debate or discussion on whether or not they actually did commit these crimes. Um, you know, they did shoot and kill these officers um, after an, an altercation. And because it's, you know, two young black men killing police officers... Um, it was a really, really big media frenzy that kind of came out about this. Um, 
And because of all of that media attention, the judges who were overlooking the case said, hey, this cannot happen in Johnston County. There's too many people here um, who are like, going to make this an issue. We can't do it here, and we need to move the case. So they chose to move it or from Fayetteville to Johnston County. Sorry, They moved it to Johnston County, which uh, at one point was considered the, <laughs> the home of the KKK. <laughs> Did you guys see the sign? The picture of yeah. the sign? Wasn't that wonderful? <laughs> yeah, Love these judges said, Fayetteville, that's not racist enough. These kids need to go down. We're moving it <laughs> to Johnston County. Um, and that area was so racist that, you know, the judge that overtook that case, um, during jury selection, there was a black juror who overheard two of the white jurors talking about how, like, oh, those boys never should have made it out of the woods, like, implying they should have been shot and killed there. That's what got me. The juror, like, went to the judge and was like, hey, I heard these two jurors talking about this, and, like, we haven't heard the facts of the case yet, and they already think these two should be dead. You know, that's... They should be removed from the case. (laughs) They shouldn't be a juror. That's, like, you know, the whole point of jury selection. Um, And the judge said... No, 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 no. Why are you asking these questions? You're off the jury. <laughs> that person's gone. Um, and they went through the process of jury selection, and it ended up being 11 white men and women and one black woman. Um, and there were That's a number of black jurors that were removed. Um, later, it would be determined because of their race, um, which is illegal. You can't do it. A jury of your peers. <laughs> well, guys, you can't have sympathy for, you know, people who are the same ethnicity as you. No, <laughs> no you gotta bring up well, the and, hammer on. You know, mixed race people, they have no sympathy for anyone. Yeah, I say fuck everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so burn it all Un- down. <laughs> unsurprisingly, the, uh, the jury of their peers found them guilty. Uh, and they were given death sentences. Both of them were given death sentences for murder um, in the first degree. However, as years go by, you know, death sentences not carried out immediately it takes a long time. Um, later, the law would change um, that you cannot uh, try or you cannot give a death sentence to a child. Um, and because uh, which not one thing? Sorry, that is wild to me about that, is that, like, even just, like, listening to, like, like, I mean, the the stuff that you're saying about the context of the trial, like, it sounds like the fucking 50s, and it was 97. It was 1997. It sounds like some Emmett Till shit. Like, yes. Like, we were all alive then. (laughs) (laughs) And you got somebody, like, the the one comment with the drawer is what threw me, because, like, it sounds so archaic. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> so because there's a law change that you can't um, in North Carolina sentence a child to death sentence his death sentence Good. was commuted to life in prison without parole um, because he committed the crime at the age of 17 that did not work for his brother uh, Tillman however because he was 19 at the time so Tillman uh, was working with different groups I believe that NAACP was involved to help overturn that death sentence uh, as a result of the jury tampering uh, and the racist actions of the court. Uh, and they were successful. His life sentence was changed into uh, life without parole. Uh, and they're both still in prison. They, 
Kevin had an offhanded comment that he made that um, he wanted the 90 Day Fiance lady to be his wingman when he got out, but I, I don't know where he sees a path to commuting his life without <laughs> parole to life with parole and then winning your parole hearing, but... Which, and then getting like, on TLC. Also, she's <laughs> yeah. doing real great in that department as well, clearly. Oh, oh yeah, no, she's doing... Baby girl Lisa, she's killing the game. <laughs> She, she bought a whole cow for Usman's mom, only to get like cursed out for bribery. Imagine you fought a Nigeria for a man and spent five hundred dollars on a cow, and his mom curses you out all, over it. Cool, cool, cool. This match made in heaven. I don't know what you mean. Like, <laughs> like on, on TV, you can't even take your L's in private. <laughs> yeah, if TikTok has taught me anything, people want to make their L's as public as possible. Yeah. <laughs> It's painful. This is, this can I monetize this embarrassment real quick? <laughs> I'm going to get my 15. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of where the case ends. Their, their trial was mishandled, but they did commit that crime. And oh, yeah, they definitely did it. And, yeah, uh, but, like, that's also, like... I'm not saying that they were in the right either, but what really happened? Like, what transpired? What did the mm-hmm. cops do? Because, well, they did show that those... Um, troopers in particular that in that area were specifically targeting people. I mean, they mean, had histories of themselves, like like kind of sus shit they were doing. I think there's also like an argument that could be made that like yes, they killed them, but was it murder one? Was it the first degree? Because um, maybe not. You know, uh, we don't we didn't have body cams. There weren't any witnesses on the scene. So, are they going to win that appeal? Probably not, but who knows? Maybe it wasn't uh, as severe. Maybe they can get it changed to, like, manslaughter or self-defense or something, you know, crazy legal judo to, like, get them out of a life sentence. But um, based on the facts that we have, it seems like getting out of the death sentence was as be about as good hard. as you're going to get. Yeah. Well, and the, the the thing I remembered that I was going to say, I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I'm pretty confident, at least in um, where I grew up, that, like, not having your seatbelt on, shit like that is a secondary offense. You can't get pulled over for it. Right. So the fact that he was, that they were pulled over for that to begin with just shows how it was, like, biased against them and that they were being targeted. Because, like, like honestly... Yes, you should wear a seatbelt, but in 1997, who really... Oh, wait, did we get into the Rasta... Wait, did we get into the Rastafarianism shit? We did not, no. So, yes, during jury selection... (laughs) forgot about that. They asked some questions that they only asked black jurors. They asked them if they listened to Bob Marley, um, and if they practiced Rastafarianism. And I don't believe that because Kevin or um, Tillman were practicing Rastafari... But well, uh, yeah. no, so in one article, it did say that they were, but they were just like vegans who smoke weed ritualistically. Well, I don't know if you guys noticed but uh, that one okay. picture of him. He was kind of wearing what looked like a turban. That's what a lot of Rastas um, hold their like their locks in. Yeah. Okay. In so, so like I know I, one of them because was he looked like that. I would assume he was. He did practice. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I know so, at least Kevin practiced. Yeah. Oh, and, and they also asked just they just asked black jurors if they had heard of Haley Selassie. Oh yeah, yeah. just heard of him, like which he was um, 
I believe, a spiritual leader in Ethiopia. I mean, it's kind of like, he's kind of where a lot of the Rastafarian stuff came from. And then, like, it took off, obviously, in Jamaica, but... And uh, because those questions obviously were targeted based on race and were only asked of black jurors, it was further evidence that there was jury tampering that was Mm -hmm. done by the court. Well, I wonder how many times they ask Christians... If, if, a, if a defendant's Christian, mm-hmm. if, like, they're by, by their Christianity, <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you ever heard of the Westboro Baptist Church? You know, like... The, and the one article I had yeah. in WAC, uh, WCCADP, whatever, they said that the prosecutors depicted Wasafarianism as a white-hating <laughs> cult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's the exact opposite. It's just, like, it's a very and that, and the thing is, it's not even like whether or not they hate white people. They don't give a shit about you. They don't care about you. They're not worried about you. They're really minding their own business, eating vegetables. I mean, like, yeah, and the thing is, like in Jamaica, the like the race relations are a lot different there than they are here. It's not the same kind of like dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't think that that would be like baked into Rastafarianism given where it came from the way that like things are more tense in our country again this was so. the 90s by the way too it wasn't like it was like the 50s right well and what what is your exposure to like Rastafarianism in North Carolina in this Bob Marley know, KKK stronghold <laughs> it's like yeah it's Bob Marley you saw you know a teenager with a poster and smoked weed like, yeah. what, what realistically is. do you actually know? Well, I know that Snoop Dogg is getting up the good things. <laughs> uh, Andy Samberg's Rasta Steve or whatever. Oh, oh. <laughs> I forgot it's about like that. like a deep memory. That was I, like... Uh, I buried that. I'm sure that. I heard that off someone's like iPod Nano. Whoa. <laughs> After watching the Happy Tree Friends. Oh, God. <laughs> that was their exposure to Rasta. Poor memory yeah. unlocked. <laughs> well, and like, how do you, how do you, as a practicing lawyer, think like, yeah, this is a this is a good thing to risk my case because if you really wanted them to get the death sentence, you fucked that up. I'm like, what happened to religious freedom, motherfuckers? Not when it's a bunch of blacks going around <laughs> conspiring in my Not neighborhood. For brown people. <laughs> yeah, no, that's. Uh, it's, it's an insane case. I didn't expect to go that route from 90 Day Fiance, but here we are. Yeah. That took, yeah, hard. It took hard a hard laugh. <laughs> I thought it was, yeah, like I said, I thought it was going like to see your face. thing. Yeah, I, I was going into it kind of dragging me my feet. I like saw the link and I'm like, uh, we're doing a 90 Day Fiance thing. Ooh, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, you got me. <laughs> and that was the episode. Enjoy the music. Uh, check us out on our Patreon, our social medias. We post extra content there. And yeah, be chill. You know, leave the Rossafarians alone. They're not hurting nobody. Yeah. They, they don't care you. about you, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> and Speaking go binge. Oh, Real okay. quick, did you guys see that video of. Uh... Oh my god, what is that producer's name? Uh, Yo, man, I'm back. Um. Oh my god. He is the child who he made a producer on his album. Another one. Oh, oh, oh. Did you see the 
the video of DJ Khaled playing Bob Marley's guitar? Basketball? Oh, no. It's no. all basketball. Oh. How bad is the pull guitar. He doesn't know how to play guitar. <laughs> he doesn't write his own music, mm. either. He's doing Bob dir- Dirty. I'm sorry to interrupt about that, but DJ Khaled. Fuck that guy. Did you hear about uh, Big Lotto? No. Oh. What? She got 180 of her songs leaked on Twitter. Oh shit, that sucks. I guess like a lot. That's like a what? More than an album's worth of music to get like That's a leaked. whole catalog. Right. And also sucks. including reference tracks to some of her biggest hits, like Big Energy. Meaning, she didn't write it. But it's like, are you surprised? <laughs> well, I mean, it was sam- it sampled. Oh yeah, songs, sample, but uh, a whole reference track from a guy who like actually wrote the song got leaked oh. with, with, with like the same flow and everything. So she really didn't change anything at all. I mean, but everyone's dragging her. There are songwriters. I don't know what. Like, why are you all acting new? Like the internet has been dragging her. I'm like, because so like Twitter. Wasn't the whole thing like with Twitter because Elon Musk has shit the bed so bad that like all the all the things that strike down copyright infringements aren't working? So like you can go and watch a whole fucking movie on Twitter right now because oh, this nothing, is everything that. is yeah. broken. It's like on fire. It's that that meme, uh, that gif meme of like the childish dog. Gambino walking into that room with the pizza and everything's <laughs> on fire. <laughs> Did you see the one posted made like this is my bedside and it was like a gun and three diet cokes and everyone was like, bro, are you okay? <laughs> 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 I mean, this is diet. <laughs> Who's drinking that many maybe, diet cokes? Maybe do full strength coke and a taser, like compromise. <laughs> even yeah, I got even it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can find the middle ground. But yeah, that was uh, this episode. <laughs> Enjoy the music, and we'll see you back next time. Kisses from the homies. And now, a short commercial break. Just got it.